thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, Bayer Monsanto have announced they will no longer sell glyphosate-based herbicides to residential U.S. gardeners as of 2023, following costly lawsuits over the cancer-causing weed killer under the label Roundup. They stated that the company and its partners will replace its glyphosate-based products in the U.S. residential lawn and garden market with new formulations that rely on alternative active ingredients beginning in 2023, subject to a timely review by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, and state counterparts. They went on to say that as the vast majority of claims in the litigation come from lawn and garden market users, this action largely eliminates the primary source of future claims beyond an assumed latency period. They said that there will be no change in the availability of the company's glyphosate formulations in the US professional and agricultural markets. Henry Rollins, director of Sustainable Pulse, a website and advocacy group owned and maintained by a group of concerned citizens and scientists, said of Bayer's announcement, it's a great victory in a small battle for the removal of glyphosate from lawn and garden market. However, this is just the part of a much larger war. We must all remember that this will not stop glyphosate being sprayed in parks, schools, and on our food crops in even greater amounts across the US and the world. It's time to phase the chemical out globally and to replace it with safer alternatives. The company also revealed it has added $4.5 billion to their previous agreement of $10.9 billion to sufferers of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is caused by the use of their Roundup weed killer, and they pledged to add more information about Roundup to the labelling. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is, first of all, it's fascinating to read the wording from Bayer Monsanto. They've really publicly admitted that their only concern here is about reducing the risk of litigation and potential future litigation. They haven't said anything about the risk to the public, about the risk to people, about our kids who are growing up in the world with these carcinogens. It's a shame that they are only focusing on the bottom line and not looking at what they could be doing for the health of our community and to the health of our world. It's also a shame that it doesn't go further and include the professional and agricultural markets. So as was said, that means that our schools, our parks, our public places, anyone living in rural and semi-rural areas where these are getting sprayed on food crops, anyone consuming food. And, and we've seen other studies showing that significant amounts of this glyphosate are actually in our foods, are still going to get exposed to this in likely higher than safe levels. So whilst this is a great start, there's still a lot more that needs to be done. And this is just in America. What about Australia? What about around the rest of the world? Don't we think that those kids deserve to be protected from glyphosate as well? Just because we don't have as litigious a society as America, just because we don't have perhaps the same rights and opportunities to sue as they have in America when chemicals like this are causing cancer in the population doesn't mean that we shouldn't be as well protected. So in Australia, it's really up to us as individuals to stop buying these products. It's up to us to lobby our councils to stop using these products. It's up to us to start lobbying our farmers and our food producers and the people who we buy our food from to not have these products included. And it's up to us to start lobbying our parliament and petitioning our parliament and our local councils 
to remove the use of these chemicals from our area. Some great work has been done in this area by uh, Australian nutritionist Cindy O'Meara, and she has previously published, and I know is still available, excerpts that you can send to your local council and to your local parliament with the research outlining the dangers, outlining the problems with these chemicals. And I would really encourage you to do it because... Once again, this has been now uh, removed from the market by 2023 in America. That's still a few years away, though. So, you know, even in America, they're going to want to consider what people are doing, try and get that to happen sooner, try and stop purchasing these products sooner, and hopefully get it to be expanded sooner to a broader section of the market. However, uh, in Australia, that hasn't happened yet. So we really need to focus on lobbying and getting that to happen and, and seeing this removal of glyphosate on a much broader scale. We also need to be really careful about what it's getting replaced with, okay? So it's one thing to say we're going to replace glyphosate with another product by 2023, but what is that product? Do we know that that product is safe? Is that going to be able to look after our kids for the long term or are we going to be in the same position in 10 years, 20 years' time? You know, we know that there's such a lag between the science coming out showing that these things are dangerous and even that is a lag from when the things start getting used. So there's a lag time from when the chemicals start getting used to when potentially they can be shown to be dangerous and then a much larger lag time to when they're finally, as in this case, starting to get removed from the market. So we need to be very careful about what we're replacing it with. We need to start prioritizing our organic farming. We need to support our organic farmers. We need to encourage our councils to use less chemicals so that we can create a healthier world, not just for ourselves, but especially for the future generations. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.